0: The information in this podcast is current on the day of recording. It is general advice only and does not take a personal situation into account. It may not be suitable for you. Good morning, everybody. My name is John Addis. I'm the founder and editor of Intelligent Investor. And I have with me here again, James Carlisle, who is the analyst on six of the top 10 growth businesses in Australia he's here to talk about the final one James are you still there are you hanging in are you managing to get through this okay
1: <laughs> I love a quality growth stock that's uh, so uh, I'm feeling a lot of pain <laughs> at the moment because they're not they're not uh, they're not on most people's wish list this year but um, but over time I reckon they do pretty well and uh, right. there, there are a few that are growing as well and are as high quality. As this next one, we're about to talk about, even if it's barely making any profit at the moment.
0: Anyway, I'll let you carry on with it. So this is this is James is talking about Ordinate, uh, which is the owner of an audio networking technology called Dante. We first reviewed this stock in March two thousand and eighteen when it had emerging network effects, was the phrase that we used, and we had a buy um, on I it think at they about two. Pretty 270. emerged already, but yeah, um, they were they yeah, were established yeah, by then. Yeah, yeah current price is around 740 it's been a lot higher it's been off and on the buy list can many occasions over the past few years since then but let's start with the technology itself James because this is very much a software business with hardware applications tell us about Dante and what it does
1: Dante is is a bunch of networking protocols which can take Uh, an audio signal and now more recently a video signal and it can put them onto a digital network uh, and send them around uh, a digital network. Now, the reason that's important is that if you imagine uh, the bad old days, uh, which are mostly the current days actually, um, Mm -hmm. where you've got, just imagine some people on stage and they've got a guitar, they've got a microphone and those have to feed, they have to have an analog cable which feeds into uh, an amplifier and then from the amplifiers to get all the speakers. Um, if you wanted to broadcast the sound in another room, you'd then have to run those analog cables round to the other room and you get this sort of spaghetti um, of of cabling, uh, which is extremely inconvenient. Um and actually reduces the the quality as well, and and makes it more likely to fail. Um, and by getting it onto a digital network, you can do all send the send the signals everywhere um, using just plain ordinary Ethernet cable, uh, which most buildings are now being built with wired in. So it just works that more simply. You plug you plug your microphone um, into into the network, and you plug you can plug a, a speaker into the network in another building. You can, in fact, not just in another building in another city. You know, so so, you know, um, once once you're on the network, you can you can send the signal um, where you like. It also opens up another couple of opportunities. Uh, we wrote about that in a review this week, really, because they had a, a technology day last week where they were talking about their software. So once you've got the signal onto a network, you can then do um, you can then do processing on it uh using your laptop um and you can also manage the signals much more effectively so you can decide which uh receiver you want to connect with which transmitter so you can connect different microphones to different speakers to different recording equipment um and you can just turn it on and off so for a university for example which has um now after covid people you know the 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 phrase hybrid learning is being used a lot, and you're connecting uh, people in in one lecture theatre, you know, you're connecting a lecturer in a lecture theatre with people, speakers in that lecture theatre, but then also perhaps speakers in another room uh, on campus, maybe a different campus, maybe recording equipment. And then, of course, all of that has to be added to video. Now, sorry, I'm going on a bit too much, I'll break in a moment. But the the key part to all this is that You you obviously want your microphone to be able to work with any kind of um, amplifier and with any kind of speaker, with any kind of uh, network equipment. So you want to use the one set of protocols. It makes no sense for the market to have a bunch of different protocols. And Dante has, over the last um, five or 10 years, become the clear uh, winner. I think it's fair to call it a winner now. Um, in 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 that market so if you want to get your audio signals onto a digital network Dante is really the go-to now for everybody
0: and that's a very significant thing in that the advantages that accrue to a technology that effectively becomes a de facto platform it puts it puts ordinate in a very powerful position doesn't it
1: it does. Absolutely. Because this is, you know, so the shift of audio signals to it's only making 30 odd million US a year at the moment, the revenue, um, and barely making a profit. But that's because, you know, this shift is only at its very earliest stages, it, it, you know, only a small amount of, of um, I mean, they reckon at the moment, networking, audio networking market, that is, they reckon at about 400 million. So there may be 10% of that. That market will grow as well. And then there's the software market on top of that. Overall, they think there's a revenue opportunity um, based on current market sort of sizes of about 1.2 billion, split about 400, 400, 400 um, audio, video and, um, and software. But we'd expect that market to grow over time due to the benefits of, of using a digital network over a traditional analog network.
0: Um, and so, there's can we just, can we just go through it. that? Because I think that that's an important point for people to understand. If they've ever been to you know live music or a conference or something, and you look at the stage, there's just bloody cables everywhere. It's an absolute nightmare, and they all sort of run back to the mixing desk, and the mixing desk is huge, and there's wires everywhere. Dante avoids that cable spaghetti. It just massively transforms the lives of people who have to set these systems up, doesn't it?
1: It absolutely does, and there are lots of. I mean, you know, the stage is the easiest way to sort of imagine it for most people, I suppose. But, but we've we've all already talked about universities as well. Um, houses of worship um, mm-hmm. uh, are another thing. Stadiums, so you know, you you want to be able to broadcast different messages in different parts of a large stadium. Um, so connect, you know, you want to get that that signal. You know, you've got a, a, an announcer. You've got different sounds going from different parts uh, which you want to broadcast. Also, a rail network, Sydney Sydney railway network, um, uses Dante to broadcast signals um, in different stations. And you know, it's it's far more convenient to be able to do that centrally managed yeah. um, over a digital network than to have to to have things limited to to a signal coming. Um, Through uh, an analog uh, uh, cable at a particular station.
0: Yeah. So, so there is competition for the protocol, and I think in terms of the technology, if you think about the early days of the internet, where there were lots of different kinds of protocols, which were essentially open to everybody. It was like open software. So there was TCP/IP. There was SMTP, which was a protocol for mail clients that even now is still used. There's There's PPP, point-to-point protocol. All of those things are open source, and if you build a website that allows the client software that operates on those protocols to talk to other clients that are on the network, the difference with Dante is that this is privately owned, and there are competing technologies, but Dante now seems to have emerged as the clear winner, and if you're producing equipment that, works on a network that might be an amplifier or it might be uh, an instrument or a speaker you have to have Dante installed now don't you
1: yeah pretty much I mean there are competitors but they're not really growing at all Um, there was yeah so I I think the only the only the only um, protocol that's really growing uh, these days is Dante
0: so if you think of this in terms of I don't know VHS (laughs) <laughs> and what were the other ones called? Uh, the VHS. Which the everyone said was better, but yeah. Yeah. But VHS one. Similar with with probably with Windows, you know, the fact that you got it installed in the equipment, it became the de facto operating system uh for personal computers. Dante seems to be at that point for the, the audiovisual industry.
1: Yeah, I think it's already reached reached that point of inflection where it's essentially impossible to stop it um those are famous last words aren't they but um you know uh, customers also want to know that there's going to be um you know the support behind it um and the software that can make use of it um so they've got um uh software that can help manage your di- digital network and you know you need to be dante to, to make use of that software um they're also using now a thing called. Dante Ready, which previously was known as infield enablement, which perhaps describes it a bit better, which means you can actually build Dante into your, so as as an OEM, as a manufacturer, you can build Dante into your product. You can build it in very cheaply at a very, you know, only um, a four by four channel uh, installation, Mm -hmm. Um, but then leave it up to the customer to to increase the number of channels at a later date and so all these things you you can't do with it without with the technology that isn't being supported in the sort of by a private company that's prepared to invest
0: okay so it's a de facto platform how does ordinate make money from dante well
1: in a bunch of ways it makes um so it makes uh, when when someone phones up a manufacturer phones up and says they want to use dante in their new product um they have to pay a, a licensing fee Mm-hmm. um they're switching that they, that was a uh a one-off fee they're switching that to an annual sort of fee to use it so you can that once you've got that once you're paying your annual fee you can use it build it into your um your products and then you pay royalties um for um additional product sales after that
0: so they're turning it to a, from a licensing to a subscription kind of model
1: yeah yeah and then there's okay. obviously the software sales as well, um, which I think over time will also – so they started off as a perpetual license model, um, and they're mm. going to switch that over to SaaS. They're a little, probably a little bit late in the game on that, but, um, you know, they've had other things to do, I suppose.
0: Yeah. So why isn't – if it is already the de facto system, why is it not making money yet?
1: Oh, because they're they're investing um, to you know to to grow the market. I suppose um, they're investing to make uh, more products available to more people. So all this these software add-ons, um, this Dante ready, all of that requires development. The last year or two, they've been adding video. Well, I'm sure it goes back further than that. But but it, it, you know the products are beginning to come out that can do the video part of the AV. So put that onto the network as well. And when you put put the video with the audio, it becomes absolutely critical to um, to get them synchronized, and that's something that that Dante is able to achieve. Which and and, you know these these are not easy things to do. Video also requires compression, so they've been having to invest in that. Um, So there's a lot of investment going on to make sure they they maintain their position in the market, and but but also to grow that market, they want to develop that video market. There's more competition, I should add. Um, in the video market, mm-hmm. um, that that that's um, a market which hasn't necessarily been won yet. Um, it's at its early stage, but as ordinate management says, you know, pretty much all the customers that might want to use Dante for video are already Dante audio customers. So it has a huge platform to to use to. Um, to to tap into that video market and we'd expect it to dominate there over time
0: okay so there's two interesting growth stories here how did the company deal with the pandemic i mean there weren't very many light well almost no live events uh people were working from home not much happening in education sectors how how has the company fared during the course of the pandemic
1: well it's been um uh good and bad i suppose um so, obviously, live events have taken a hit. People haven't been buying so many microphones. but at the same time, well not for not for live stage productions anyway but but um you know this hybrid learning thing has been taking off, and uh I think people you know the, the benefits of a of a digital network have really been showcased by the pandemic, if anything so so you know for the long term, I think getting people to do things in separate places it's actually been a benefit although it has slowed sales of various products um to do you know particularly the high-end equipment that you might need for a for a live um stage performance and there's also been some supply chain issues over the last um six to twelve months probably going to carry on for another six to twelve months where various chips um so they, they they struck if they you know the the Chip shortage plays into both themselves because they use various chips to make their modules and cards, which which are in short supply. But also, customers that are building, ordinate, uh, Dante uh, into their products, need other chips. So they're so they're struggling to make those products, which would take a Dante chip. So they, you know, it, like a lot of companies, there's been um, there's been good and bad. Um, it's been hugely disruptive but I think they've managed to do pretty well. And, you know, it's a company which has excellent pricing power, excellent added value. So when you get these kind of disruptions, uh, it comes through on the other side and, and it's still something that people uh, really want. I suppose the the most important point of all that is that the value of, of Ordinate is is really defined by its cash flows long into the future, 10 or 20 years time, you know, because we're expecting it to grow considerably over this time, um, you know, the revenues it makes this year or, or next year are, are relatively um, meaningless as long as it, it, it's got enough cash to to fund it, it, the development it needs to do for the next year or two. Um, it should start making profits in a year or two's time, hmm. maybe two or three. That's fine. Um, so, uh, you know, it's in a very good position.
0: It does seem a company exposed to the kind of environment we have here now where, where the growth is way out into the future, and with interest rates rising and a focus switching away from growth towards cash flow positive businesses with cash in the bank, the share price has come back. It's almost halved since uh, the end of last year. I think
1: uh, it's it did half, but it's now bounced. It's it's it's. it's I mean, really it's bounced
0: very strongly, isn't it?
1: It's very yeah. It's very volatile. I mean, it got up. I think it got up to almost eleven dollars, and then it actually touched below five dollars on one day well it got that was a closing price i think it got down to just 4.99 on uh, that's what uh, my cap iq is telling me for for last month which is which is remarkable really but um and and it's now back up to around 750 um it got so we had a trading update earlier this week where they said um that pretty much business as usual but business as usual was better than what most people were expecting (laughs) so um so uh yeah, most people, so they're going to make more than people have been expecting this year. Um, like I say, that's a, a, you know, a small matter really, but um, but the market pays attention to these things. So, um, yeah, so, I mean, having, having halved, it's now added 50% in, in a, about a month. So it's, yes. it's pretty volatile, but, but that's what you get from a, a, a stock with a, a very large but pretty distant opportunity.
0: So for members who don't yet own Ordinate, and I think most members of the team do own this stock and have held it for quite a few years now, there probably are going to be chances where you can, chances to buy this company and add it to your portfolio if you don't already have it. We've had a few over the past few months Uh, Keep an eye out for it. I think it's a very exciting company. There aren't that many businesses where there are genuine network effects on a global scale, and and Ordinate seems to me to be one of them. It's a a lovely little business, James. Yeah, absolutely. Thank you very much for your time. That was fantastic. And um, I hope you enjoy your weekend because after all of these podcasts, you certainly deserve it.
1: (laughs) Will do. And you too.